Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Dave Stewart at his studio on Mallow Street in Old Street. Recorded by Henry Law on the 15th of October 2020. Interviewed by Tim Warren. Edited by Henry Law. So, Dave Stewart, I'm Tim Warren. And we are here, you're smiling, it's good. (laughs) So, you are a photographer. I've met you probably, I'd say, I don't know, 1993. Yeah, probably about, yeah. And it was on the lottery tickets. Right, and Rid was in the steamroller. He was in the steamroller, yeah. Yeah. I was the lackey, and you were definitely a top dog. (laughs) But you were a very nice top dog, I'd say, and it's my introduction to the world of, I'd say, posh photography, because I do lots of stuff that isn't so posh. Or the Premier League, I'm sure you don't mind me saying that. So I always feel like, how did you get to be who you are? I know you're a North, maybe Blackpool, Lancashire, yeah. but never yeah, yeah. quite sure where. So I'm born Lancaster. Born in Lancaster. Lancaster, 1958. 1958. Uh, that's obviously Northern Town. Yeah. Um, lived in a small village outside that town uh, called Goldgate, about three miles from Lancaster. Yeah. Um, Council house. Yeah. Dad was a, like a, he called it credit drapery. So it was like people used to buy furniture on yeah. the, like, call it the Never Never. On the tick, yeah. And he used to go around and collect the money weekly. Which now seems Which is obviously away gone, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, gone, nobody gone, does that. Gone, yeah. But everybody, if you were buying a sofa, you'd yeah. buy it over two years. Yeah. Somebody come and knock on your door yeah. every week. And collect <laughs> a pound probably in those days. But that itself seems yeah. mad because now you'll you'll get credit and tip, but it'll be on a form via DFS. That's or right. Yeah, so dad would have been a little in between. Yeah, and they, they used to have the insurance man go around, didn't you? Collect yeah. the money, yeah. and that's how. So he did that, and then he became an area manager. So when I was about five, we he obviously progressed up his little yeah. journey. He bought a, he bought his own house. So when you were born in '58, we where are? Have you got any brothers or sisters? Uh, a sister. So Older. You, so you're second in line? Yeah. To the Stuart throne? Yeah. So how old was your sister? Uh, well, she was 10 years older. She died, actually, of uh, okay. breast cancer. When? In 2002, was it, I think. So your mum and dad still alive then? No, they're, they're not around anymore. But she died before they did. So it's very sad for them to see yeah, kids that's right. before they do. that's right. So kids. upset for your mum and dad, obviously, and upset yeah. for you. yeah. So 30, so she's 10 years older than you. Yeah, there was another, I think, uh, from this is where we don't, a bit sketchy for me, yeah. you don't know, but there was another sister. So it was what? either miscarriage okay. or maybe at birth. And I, again, like you say, I don't know, actually. I so and now your mum and dad are gone, all that mistiness stays mistiness because you never get to the That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so I don't think I even knew about that until probably I was a teenager, actually. Until yeah. my mother told me that there was another sister. So that's probably where the 10-year gap comes from because I think yeah. there would have been... Yeah, being in between didn't happen. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know how it all relates to... My dad was in the Navy in the war as a sort of teenager. So dad... So, yeah, so your mum and dad... When was your... Can you remember when your dad was born? My dad born? was born in 1923. 23, and your mum born... I think it might have been 1928. And they're... Are they... Lancastrians or are they from Yeah, my dad was from Liverpool. My mother yeah. was from Lancaster. Lancaster. Well, yeah, same, same village, Golgate, that we lived in. 
dad, yeah. my granddad, who I never knew. I'm going to say, so he didn't ever yeah, meet... Yeah, never met my dad's parents. What about your mum's parents? Yeah, they were both around. Because they're obviously from... They were from Goldgate, so yeah. So you're third generation yeah. Goldgate, in yeah. a way. Yeah, that's right, actually. If you were Goldgate, born and bred, you, did you stay there till...? So we stayed there till 63, and I remember you're we moved cool. into this house... Where which obviously my dad had bought, which wasn't a council house. Yeah. So he's obviously so going up the ladder. Yeah, so, so your <laughs> mum and dad would have probably felt very proud that they bought, bought their own house, yeah. yeah. And I remember it was... Deal. I had my fifth birthday in that house and we just moved in. And where was that? That was in, in Lancaster, actually. Okay, Lancaster yeah. itself. Yeah, in a place called Scotford, which is part of Lancaster. If you're five, you're... What's your sister's name? It was Hazel. So Hazel would have been 15 then. That's right. So for her, would she have changed school from Goldgate to Lancaster? So yeah. Quite, no, she didn't actually. Be, no, because in fact, Goldgate was a small village. It only had um, oh, so primary went. schools okay. and everybody in Goldgate went into Lancaster to, this, yeah. to the um, secondary schools. So did Hazel have kids? Hazel's got two kids too. So I've, got, so I've got two nieces. So you keep in contact? Yep, yep. Lady Goldgate? Uh, one is. So that's granddad, dad, yeah. Hazel... Four generations of yeah, Goldgates. Yeah. That's the other one's in Portugal. And the brother-in-law, who's still alive, yeah. is in, in the same street as the, See, one of the nieces. That's Goldgate commitment. Yeah. Yeah. So if you went, for, so you went from Goldgate to Lancaster, what, can you remember the address at Lancaster? Yeah, it was um, Piccadilly, Scotforth. So it was, it was number 19. And it was, uh, it was called Hazelmere. Hazelmere. At... With the old sign on the door. Was it the anything old... to do with Hazel? Or just... yeah, obviously it was. It yeah. was. They obviously named the house. Everybody used to name the house, didn't they? Yeah. Do you remember on those oh, no, cla- yeah. on the old well, wooden one, piece one of tr- tree trunk? Yeah, yeah. My mate's house called Jolene. <laughs> Jolene. <laughs> Jolene. So the Hazelmere was Dun that... Roman. Was that from Hazel, <laughs> as in your Hazel? Yeah, yeah. yeah and Costa Plenty was another one. <laughs> so can you remember where you went to school then? Yeah, yeah, I went to a place called Moorside. Was that a walk? It was a mile away. It was a mile. You used to better get a bus, but it was walkable. It was a mile, but as a kid, that was a long way, wasn't it? So did your mum drop you off? Uh, No, I used to get a bus. I used to get a bus. There was a school bus, I remember, from the bottom of the street. And um, I remember... (laughs) One thing I do remember, every day... Go in the shop on the way to the bus stop and buy a packet of polo mints. Yeah, I used to be bubblegum from the ice cream man on the way out, Penny and Go. But so it's funny, I always think life's about routines and you think those routines are forever and ever and ever. And suddenly it's gone for a while. When yeah. you're a kid, especially, yeah. 10 weeks is 10 years, mm-hmm. and then two years is 15 years. It seems to forever. Yeah. So you're, do you remember anything about school? Maybe if no, I, re- I remember that my, um, uh, my dad's cousin, yeah. she was a dinner lady. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, sometimes even that randomness is a known face in the crowd. Yeah. It makes you feel slightly more comfortable yeah. or uncomfortable. And I remember, you know, you remember the dinner ladies and I remember yeah. the... I mean, this is now we're talking about junior school, aren't we? Yeah. Before you even go... Yeah. Sorry. Um, so it would have been the quarter of milk at 11 o'clock or whatever it is. Yeah, the yeah. milk, milk yeah. and break, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, new build school, I remember it was like a 60s sort of... Yeah. Quite a big playground, yeah. big fields behind, you know, yeah. a play room. And I remember there was the, what did you used to call it? It was the, no, it was the infants, wasn't it? Yeah, it, was, it infants. Infants, yeah, and juniors. Juniors. One so I think something. infants were at one end and then yeah. juniors and then... And you just merged it onto across the up to, yeah. up to 11. Up to 11, yeah. Where she was 11 plus, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So when you went from juniors to secondary, did you... Oh, they'd be picked up a little gang of mates or... No, a few people went with us, yeah. but then generally they dispersed into yeah, different into the, places all over, you know, because yeah. some went to um, 
grammar school or other. there was Catholic schools were separate, so it yeah. wouldn't have been Catholic. There was Catholic junior schools, so they would have gone to the Catholic senior school. There was a Catholic school, yeah, and a Church of England Church school, of England. Yeah. and then a couple of schools that were not neither. Not yeah. So in, you're probably like old money like me. It's first year, second year, third year, fourth yeah. year, fifth year. So yeah. when you got to the fifth year, did you stay on or did you bail out? Uh, no, I bailed out. Um, you didn't have to stay on at those points. So I did. you did your yeah. GCSEs or, and, oh. or CSEs. No, I did CSEs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you did CSEs? Uh, well, it depended how, how good you were in the subject yeah. usually, didn't it? Well, and I, the CSEs were a safety for me. Yeah. Because if you got a grade one CSE, yeah. you got a pass in GCSE, didn't you, at that yeah. point? Yeah. So I remember, I think, you took eight subjects, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was a bit of a script by, I mean, all my GCSEs, I think apart from two, I think I might have got six GCSEs yeah. and one grade one in CSE. So it ended up as a seven yeah. passes. But yeah. I think five of them, well, apart were grade six, which is just a pass. Yeah. The only thing I was, did good in was technical drawing. So I wasn't A-level material, for sure. Oh, yeah. No, but then, yeah, but I always think... I was say, but it technical just, drawing even exists nowadays. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, be on a computer yeah. now. I used yeah. to love that actually. Yeah, I quite yeah, like that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. drag yeah. on a proper board. On a board, yeah. yeah. Little bar at the bottom, up down, set squares, yeah. yeah. No, Which that, you know, I may have some parts play in my work actually. Well, that isn't when you start to dig back. You, yeah, it does. You know, I think. Yeah. So you didn't stay on it as in no, sixth but form. I went to the local college. We used to call oh, it okay. college of knowledge. Yeah, college. Yeah, further education. Yeah, so because I, I was good at technical drawing, and I had maths and physics and yeah. stuff, I ended up doing a OND, yeah, I've got ordinary national diploma. diploma yeah. I think it was actually called engineering. Actually, anyhow, that was two years, yeah. which is a basically an A level substitute. Yeah, yeah. Just try and find out what yeah. it was that you, you wanted to do. Like, yeah. yeah, that was. But really, you're just treading water, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, finding space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you did the O and D. I did the O and D, which took you to eighteen, didn't it? Yeah. Then you could go on to do an H and D. Yeah. Or jump. Or jump again. Yeah. Do a degree. Yeah. Or. So I went on to do an H and D. Yeah. In civil engineering. And that so, took us away from Lancaster. Yeah. To Liverpool Polytech. Polytech. Yeah, I did a Polytechnic. Polytechnic. Good old days. <laughs> so if you're going to Liverpool Poly, are you leaving home? Yeah. So you've left home. Yeah. yeah so your mum's out there by themselves. Yeah, there was two other lads on the OND who went to do the same course, actually. So there yeah. was three of us went to Liverpool. Keep in contact with them? Uh, yeah, one, one of them. Yeah, I know where the other one is. I haven't come across him, but the other one I've yeah. kept in contact with. Yeah. yeah. So this is in 1976 now. Hot summer. Yeah. So is that a three-year course in Liverpool? Three-year course, civil engineering, yeah. So did you do the sandwich course and look to fuck, knock no, it to fall? so what happened was... Uh, this is where it went a bit astray. I know, so I remember, <laughs> I remember, you, are, I remember you saying you got into music and took pictures of... Yeah, yeah. So, what, so, so it was, it was the, the time of punk, punk came along, basically. Yeah. I've always been into music in Lancaster's yeah. university. Yeah. And that university had everybody play that university. This yeah. was before stadium... Yeah, music and before yeah. even before people played the local theatres actually yeah. the tours of the bands always yeah. used to do the universities yeah. so I was at gigs from the age of 15 really yeah. every week we're yeah. talking about here yeah. and so obviously there was a big music thing going on that was more interesting than yeah. going yeah. to college really yeah. so when I went to Liverpool which is a bigger city yeah. there was the clubs and Tons music to, yeah. and every night you yeah. know 
And then, of course, the punk thing came along. Yeah. I'd always had a camera. Yeah. But um, as a youngster, I was a train spotter and you used to take pictures of trains. Oh, did you? Yeah. Still gone? Uh, they'll be somewhere. I like that. There, there will be somewhere. I haven't bothered to try and see. So, a slight backtrack. It's 1976, and you say you've always had a camera. Yeah, I probably got a camera when I was a teenager. So, from. Probably. Your dad, your mum. 12, birthday. 13, 13, 14. Yeah. You remember what it was? Yeah, I do. It was a Zenith. I remember Zenith, yeah. Uh, SLR, SLR, yeah. Zenith, yeah. Yeah. Big Russian heavy, yeah, heavy thing. thing. Yeah. Swing around, use it as a weapon. Yeah. Oh, less. Yeah. <laughs> With a light meter in it, I remember. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I used to take... They were all colour slides then, weren't they? Yeah. It was colour slides. Yeah. If you did colour, you did colour slides. Yeah. Very nice. To we used at. to go on train spotting trips and take pictures of trains. I mean, With the, who? The, uh, people from school. Because okay, yeah. oh, the, the school, Ripley, was right next to the railway. Oh, OK. So That's one of the, the clubs... Yeah. Was it called the Railway Club? Okay, and it was the, all the train spotters. Yeah, and we're not quite, but steam had gone then. Yeah, no, my dad was a mad steam. Freak yeah, but, that, but yeah. I'd witnessed that. Yeah, which is more exciting it's than in Goldgate, yeah. where the house was. Yeah. If you looked across, there was a like an embankment, and the yeah. trains used to run along the top. Yeah. So from one of the windows in the house, I could see the steam trains. Yeah. So that's always been there in it's the back. Much of more it. exciting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so that, yeah, so the camera came with a train spotting, and then obviously the camera then went to the bands. Yeah. So I sort of thought I'll take some pictures of some of these gigs. Yeah. And that's where the photography started, really. And could you just take your camera in? You think? Yeah. You should no take it in. Shit? Yeah. You could just take it in. Although I do remember going to some bigger gigs, where it said no cameras. Yeah. And I I remember <laughs> coming to London to see. I don't know it would have been it might have been Pink Floyd or it yeah. might have been Yes yeah. and I had a Tupperware with sandwiches <laughs> and I put the camera <laughs> in the sandwiches, sandwiches <laughs> to get it in nice move to get it into yeah. the thing to and you got it in yeah I used to try and sell them outside get prints done Put them in like an album and sell them to the people in the queue. Well, I think That's you're selling to a good audience because they'll buy whatever yeah. who they love or like. That's right. Yeah. And I used, to, you know, I seem to remember you used to sell them for, I don't know, maybe a quid. What it doesn't matter. The fact that you've sold them, you sold it, you realise there is something in it, and you can yeah. sell what you like doing. Yeah. And I think it was like, yeah, I seem to remember we, we sold a few, and yeah. the people used to want a print of their favourite yeah, band. You know, yeah. These terrible pictures. <laughs> but they, you said they tell well, you. They couldn't take them. And... Yeah, exactly. no, well, they couldn't, no. Yeah, I suppose haven't. there was very few people at concerts yeah. with cameras, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. 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 So at the end of that first year, did you actually leave that course then? Yeah, I left that course and uh, tried to get on a um, photography course, but most of them were saying you needed a foundation because I was so far yeah. off the mark and the, yeah. where I was heading. Yeah. Most of them were saying foundation course. Yeah, which is a unit. So. Art foundation course, yeah. yeah. So that's what I ended up doing, actually. So you jumped out of the civil engineering, went to foundation in Liverpool? Preston Polytechnic. Preston Polytechnic. So where, so Preston's... 20 miles, like, 20 yeah. miles south of Lancaster. So yeah. I went back home, yeah. lived back at home. Travelled every day. And when you did your foundation, where did you go after that then? So after the foundation course, then I went to Blackpool College doing photography. Okay, so that's a three-year three course. course, which was at that time called a peak professional qualifying exam. It's like a diploma in photography. So it's not a degree course because there wasn't really degree courses in this type of photography. Okay. There was a degree in the science side. 
Yeah. There was a degree in the arts side, yeah. but this course was a bit of a hybrid of all those. So, it was more geared towards the industry, actually. So obviously somebody or someone you knew at the foundation knew of that course. That's right. Or you dug it out. But no, there was a guy... Um, so you didn't get swayed into pots, painting, brushes or... Well, no, I remember I applied for another course at Trent Polytechnic, which was much more of an art-based course. Went yeah. to the interview and didn't get in. Yeah. Um, Blackpool, that was my main <laughs> choice, yeah. if you like. Yeah. Never really thought about Blackpool, but applied. Yeah. But applied too late and the course was full. Yeah. So came, didn't get in, so I thought, oh, I'm going to have to take a year out here. I had a, yeah. I had a job yeah. delivering fruit and veg. And then two, two weeks into the new term, I got a call saying about three or four people hadn't turned up on this course in Blackpool, yes. which would, would be interested in a place. Yeah. And some randomly, I don't know why, but as randomly I think I jumped some queue yeah. because I don't know why I was first reserved. They liked your train pictures. Well, I don't, there wasn't even a portfolio. Was there? No. Really? But I know the guy who was on the foundation who taught us a yeah, bit. So maybe had some links or yeah, so maybe he, they knew him or there yeah, was, yeah. Or he spoke. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's just for, you know, yeah. absolute yeah. chance, isn't yeah. it? Really? Yeah, a lot of his chance, yeah. But you've got to yeah. take it when you're offered it. Yeah, that's right. They bailed out the veg trade. So bailed out the veg trade, <laughs> went to Blackpool. Yeah. Two weeks late, joined the course. Where did you stay in Blackpool? So uh, in Blackpool, all the students used to stay in the, uh, in the holiday lets. Because oh, really? in the winter, out of season, oh, all the course, holiday yeah. flats that yeah. you could hire for your summer yeah. were all empty. Oh, so the whole so student population lived in holiday flats. <laughs> so, so what was that like? Well, it was just all a right. bed sit. Yeah. You know, it was a bed sit, communal toilet. But you'd had a little kitchen and a sink. So it's like a hall's place in a way? No, it was like a little, little house, town. So you shared with someone else? Uh, I was... No, no, it was just me. Oh, was and, it? Yeah, there were single rooms, like in individual yeah. rooms, and then... So you got... How many years you got doing... Three the years three there. Years yeah. So every summer, do you come home or do you get some shitey job? No, I used to go, I used to go home. Uh, you had to, well, you had to go home because you're in these holiday flats. Oh, of course, yeah. So you, yeah. All, you, you all went home for the summer. Um, I got a j- <laughs> job... Now, which year would this be? So, yeah, so I think maybe I kept on with a fruit and veg job. Yeah. And they used to take me back when I was there. because good for them, good for you. You know, for summer work, they needed yeah. extra people. Yeah. Uh, but in the second year, it must have been, which would have been the summer of 79. Yeah, winter of discontent. Yeah, that would be right, I think. Yeah, that is right. I got a job with a photographer in Morecambe. Back of the neck. With two monkeys. <laughs> photographing the tourists. So, so like, um, Morecambe Photographic was run by this guy called Wally Robson. They've got trains, lo- bands, monkeys. Yeah, he was a real <laughs> local yeah, character. Yeah. Good range and of subjects, yeah. Yeah, I had a camera. You had your own camera. I was doing photography. Perfect fit. So, basically, you, you turn, I turned up. I can't remember what time you started, but it wasn't early because there's nobody monkey. out early. Yeah. So, I probably start at 11. I'd go to his studio which was above an old cinema, get the two monkeys. So it's fucking Morecambe monkeys. Love it. But you, again, you squirrel, wouldn't do we're that talking now. squirrel monkeys here, the time. But, but you wouldn't get away with that nowadays. No, no, I couldn't do that. Yeah. So I'd take the two squirrel monkeys through the town centre to the spot on the, <laughs> on the promenade, which is about a mile walk. Monkey brain. Maybe half a mile walk, half a mile to mile. Um, his wife had a shop there, a gift shop, and yeah. she had a spot outside the gift shop where you, I used to stand with the two monkeys on the postcard rack and it was a pound. The picture. Picture, and it used to be a three-way split. So I got a third, he got a third, the and the processing was a third. 
Okay. And what happened was, you shot the picture, you gave them a ticket, and if they came back the following day they to come and picked yeah. the picture up. Yeah. And so um, I did that for the summer. And obviously, if it rained, you, were, you had a day off because you couldn't yeah. really take them out in the rain. I mean, they were both, there was two, two monkeys, Joey and Queenie. Have you got any pictures of this lot? Yeah, well, I haven't got a pi- There's a picture somewhere of me, but I've yet to find it. Oh, but there's a picture that. of my mum and a friend and a hey, picture you, of my two nieces with the monkeys. Family portrait. <laughs> and it was it was quite funny, pr- funny, very oh, funny, because the characters were funny. Yeah. So we're in the 70s on yeah. Morecambe Prom. Yeah. Morecambe, a bit like poor man's Blackpool. Yeah. Lots yeah. of people yeah. all strolling along with yeah. their kids yeah. wanting to have the picture taken. Yeah. But there's really funny things that used to happen, like people just get the bastard thing off. <laughs> <laughs> throwing monkeys you know, on people. No, throw people up. <laughs> and, and they used to steal the they used to steal the candy floss and the ice cream. Who the people? <laughs> oh, the monkeys. <laughs> the monkeys would go. They would have a cone, a full yeah. cone, off somebody. <laughs> and of course, if they had the, but if they used to yeah. eat the ice cream, they used to get the shits. <laughs> shits on someone's so shoulder. So I, I always remember this bloke who didn't want the monkey on him, and I put it on him, put it on him, and he had a white shirt on. And I remember him walking <laughs> down, and the monkey just the stream Shit. down his back as he was walking down the promenade, <laughs> unaware of yeah, this, of course. I took yeah. the monkey back off, but but and I also remember, yeah. oh, the other thing I really remember about it is one day this woman came down the promenade in a fur coat with an older bloke who was obviously yeah. a sugar daddy. Yeah. And it was Mary Millington. Oh, yeah, it was a seventies porn star. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, and I, I didn't know it was, but I took the name, and she said Mary Millington, and I was like, <laughs> Mary Millington. <laughs> and she the came monkeys. back to get her picture she of did. the monkey. See, that picture would definitely be worth money, but you don't keep the next. No, one. but uh, weirdly, last year, nineteen seventy-nine, oh, yeah. forty years on. Yeah. I was thinking of reviving that project as an art project. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I have a mate who's still up there, and he went to see Morecambe Photographic. The guy I work for's died, Wally. Yeah. His daughter still runs it. Still runs the shop. Yeah, the monkey shop. Yeah, no monkeys. No, no, but still <laughs> weddings and portraits. So she's pictures. still doing photography. Yeah, his daughter. His daughter, yeah. who would have been, I think she was eight when I was doing it. Yeah. Um, still got the same premises. He asked if she'd got the archive and she said, they'd, unfortunately, when he died, they just got rid of it all. Because oh. I was actually thinking going back, if I could have found the 79 yeah. archive of negatives yeah. from the pictures I took as a monkey, there yeah. was a whole project in it, actually. Yeah. It would have been a great book now, because yeah, obviously you've got your 79, it's the fashions, the yeah, business, the, the, the history. I mean, you go to yeah. Morecambe now, there's very few people there. It's the, yeah. one of those seaside towns that's yeah. declined. Yeah. But... And I didn't, it didn't really make a lot of money. I didn't make a lot of money. In the evenings, he used to get me out, or they used to call yeah. it smudging. Because yeah. in Morecambe, there was a nightlife. Yeah. So you'd go around the clubs and the, there was a pier and you'd go and take pictures of people. <laughs> drunk people. Yes. You know, yeah. drunken people. Well, and it's also with him. If you said, I'm going smudging, try and guess what I'm doing, you'd never think, what the no. fuck is but smudging? The, but the, it was awful because most people wouldn't have the picture taken because they weren't with the person they should have been with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when you've got to take it, bribery. Yeah. <laughs> this one's yeah. quite a surprise. I'm developing yeah, yeah. that unless you pay yeah. me. And <laughs> so, so you'd be tripping about more. I hated that. I, hate, I wasn't that happy with the monkey thing, but that was horrible, having yeah. to approach people at yeah. night and try yeah. and take their picture. Now, I used to watch Wally do it. He just used to get everybody to take, have their picture taken. Because he's just, the master. He had a chat and yeah. They, yeah. he was just... He just had it. Yeah. And, and there's one fantastic story I'll tell you, actually, which he yeah. told me. So he used to, a bit prior to me working there and going back even further, 
He not only had squirrel monkeys, but he had a, he had a chimp. Dangerous. So yeah. he, tell, he told me this story of um, how in Morecambe there was this thing called Frontierland, which was the, play, the fairground yeah, with, with all the roller coaster and all yeah. that, a proper one. And the chimp used to work the fairground with a, and he said one day he was up these all these flight of stairs in above this cinema, like three flights up, and his office was there, and he looked out of his office into the corridor and he said he one day he heard this coming up the stairs. <laughs> and he looked at the door and the chimp walked past the door and got back in its cage. Fucking well trained. <laughs> and he said it obviously been with its handler. Yeah. To the um, pleasure beach, yeah. to the frontier land, just had enough. Going home. And that was a mile away, and it had come what? back <laughs> through Morecambe Centre on its yeah. own, smuggling it back in its cage. That's nuts, isn't it? Because <laughs> it had had enough. And that yeah. was these, yeah, he used to have chimps. So, and you know, he told us that story. I mean, I can believe, I know he had chimps, so I can believe it. Yeah, I can believe it as well, yeah. yeah. You forget there were animals, if a circus came to town, there were animals everywhere. Yeah, yeah. They used to feed the squirrel monkeys mealworms. Yeah, or fishing stuff. Yeah, it? fishing yeah. stuff, yeah. Incredible, actually. Yeah, you think, wonder where those monkeys ended their days. Mm. So you're... So I mean, you know, the, the, the male monkey often would get excited. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes grab onto somebody's ear. <laughs> hair, that, yeah. He liked a bit of hair yeah. and heat, you know, and so... He had to pull them off there, as you say. <laughs> It's so weird, isn't it? So you're doing, so you've done the monkeys in one holiday, so you're doing three-year course. Yeah. So is anybody else doing anything? I think everybody was, because it was a course where it was trying to gear you towards more, com not not so much commercial work, but, get but more get it. a job. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like an art thing yeah. where, you know, yeah. you, there was the name there to try and train come people to come into function. the industry, and it was one yeah. of the only courses okay. that that did that, actually. It was very good reputation, actually, and there'd yeah. been people there previously who'd done quite well. Yeah. And that was just... That was industrial photography, scientific photography, aerial, you yeah. know, any, all sorts of different photography. Yeah. Um, in the second year, in the holidays, I worked for the processing place that used to process the monkey pictures. Okay, because so I'd had enough, <laughs> enough oh, of the monkeys yeah. by then. Yeah. But also, you've learned what you can learn out of the monkeys. So then, so you, yeah, you and I think it was a steady job and it was yeah. a regular wage. Whereas yeah. the monkeys was very much like, yeah. if it rained, you didn't get any money. Didn't get any money yeah. yeah. So if you're at the processing place, what sort of things are you processing? Joe Bloggs' pictures. Processing the people doing the monkey, monkey pictures. Yeah. yeah. So all that stuff. But they also had two shops. Um, I think they're called Optica or something like that. Optica, yeah. are they called? And they used to do 24-hour. It's like Snappy Snaps, but yeah. local. Yeah. So they'd, you'd be processing all day and I'd do the deliveries and stuff. It's much yeah. more of a regular job, actually. Yeah. And then third year after that. So when you were in your third year, you know, I did a mechanical engineering degree. If you paid attention, your third year was really about looking for someone to go to get a job. That's right. So you did all that. Yeah, so luckily, at the time... There was a scheme uh, called the... It's actually the Association of Photographers, which at the, yeah. those days was called the AFAP, AFAP, Association of Fashion Editorial and Advertising Photographers, okay. yeah. ran, a, ran a scheme for students where yeah. you could go on a student release for three separate weeks yeah. and then you had to write a report and the photographers wrote a report on you and that all went in. And if you were in the top ten, you got an interview for this assistance training scheme 
Okay. It ran for two years only and only yeah. five people got on it. Yeah. But it was basically a crash course in how to be an assistant yeah. in the London commercial world. Yeah. So I did my three three um, industrial release years, uh, weeks over Easter yeah. in the holidays in London, stayed with a mate, worked for three different photographers. Yeah. And it was quite an eye-opener, really, because yeah. I worked for, I remember working for a set builder, yeah. one, a photographer who did sets one, yeah. one year, called Graham Henderson. And I worked for Studio B in Covent Garden, which was the higher studio. And I worked around the corner from where we are now, actually, for a guy called John Brown for a week. But okay. I remember when I worked in the higher studio, there, I was working for a photographer called Dudley Reed, and he was photographing Joanna Lumley. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, wow, this is it, isn't it? Right. And in the studio next door, yeah. there was a photographer called Lynn Goldsmith. It was a rock photographer. And she, I can't remember if she was photographing at the time. And I just remember it being a whole new world. Yeah. And then the guy I was working for, we was photographing Joanna Lumley. Yeah. I remember at the end of the day, he took us to Rumours. Yeah. cocktail bar <laughs> in Covent Garden yeah. at a happy hour yeah. and I just remember think, sitting there thinking this is it isn't it yeah. <laughs> but, but from, from monkeys to rumours there you go but it, yeah. so how old were you when you got to, first got to London and did so that was uh, that would have been 81 so I would have been 23 and that was in the Easter and then in the summer of that year yeah. I, did, I got on this course this association yeah. of photographers so you did the three... Assistance training scheme. So you did the three-week thing, filled your report out. Went back to uni. Went back to uni. Then, finished my Then got course. one of the five places on the... Course, which okay. was an eight-week course through the summer yeah. of this 81, yeah. where it was a crash course in being an assistant. assistant yeah. Do as you're told. Yeah. Okay. So you went to all sorts of workshops. So I had a host photographer who was Bryce Atwell, food photographer. I don't know. Right. And when I wasn't doing some of these workshops and talks and whatever yeah. we were doing uh, I'd be with him yeah helping him out yeah and so that took us through this eight weeks and then we were all encouraged to try and get a job and most people off that yeah. the five people all ended up with jobs after that yeah. I got offered a job with a photographer called Duncan McNichol he sort of still life cars he did a bit of everything but he was yeah. mainly still life and cars so he took you on as an employee as a full-time employee so you're getting five days a week or whatever whatever yeah. he wants you to do yeah so I worked for him for eight months, I think. Yeah. And then Bryce Atwell, who had been with us yeah. on this real industrial release yeah. stroke yeah. course, yeah. his assistant left and he offered me a job. So that's the he was a food bit. photographer. And once you're on the, the little ladder of connections, you're on Yeah, really. and he, you know, because he obviously knew me and yeah. um, it was quite good money and it was... Yeah. I remember it being P-A-Y-E, whereas it yeah. was, you're a freelance. Do you remember the money? I remember it was 6,500 per annum. <laughs> so where were you living then? So at that point, are we, um, well, Angela, wife. With... Yeah, so we were, we started going out in, whew, I don't know, it'd be about maybe Did eight. Did I get this right? Uh, yeah, I don't know, it must be eight, about 18, maybe. So yeah. you met when you were 18? Yeah, and then she went off to uni, I went off to So Blackpool. where's... She's from Morecambe. So Angela's from Monkey Town. Yeah, Mon from Monkey Town. How did you meet Angela? Yeah, so one of the gig, a gig okay. through a mutual friend who I went to school with. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, we were going out all those years, and then she went off to uni, and then well, I went off to uni, and then she got a job in London. So what did she do at uni? She did uh, textiles. And where did she do that? Uh, Trent Poly. OK, so she went south and you stayed north. Yeah, and then eventually she got a job in London, and then... Um, Eventually, when she got a job in London, I ended up getting... We got a flat together. Then some mates from Blackpool, who were always on my course, yeah. came down. There's four so of it. us. Once someone's yeah. got a foothold... Yeah, all three others board. came. So yeah. we all ended up in a house, four-bedroom yeah. house in Fulham, okay. for perhaps six months. Good good place. And, yeah. uh, and they hadn't been on the course that I'd been on, but they all got jobs. Yeah. And that would have just been by knocking on doors and... So when did Angela come down then? So she, I think it must have been six months where we all shared this house and then she got a job down and I said, we'll move in together. So we got a flat in near work, virtually the same street where I live now. And it was pretty tough, tough, I remember, because I think I'd maybe got, a, maybe I'd bought a camera. Yeah, because it's not... Maybe one lens, yeah. but I didn't have enough... Bit. So if I was going to do a job, I had to find a studio with lights. And yeah. So so and I remember I had a Vauxhall Chevette. Oh, I love a Chevette. I made some boxes. Yeah. To keep my gear in. Yeah. To carry around. Because yeah. some days, if I did get a job, when I eventually did get a job, I'd be in different people's studio. It's a bit of yeah, beg, yeah. borrow, and steal. Yeah, but that's I've got start. a mate who's got a studio. You can shoot there for the day. Yeah. That sort of. That, that's, that's when you have your assistant network of other networks, yeah. and that's yeah, when yeah. you have to milk yeah. the system. Yeah. 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 So that's the way he operated, really. So, I, you know, I got a few jobs quite quickly from people that I knew Yeah. Um, from they, when I was an assistant. And they're payer jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were editorial jobs. But they're still payers. But they were, yeah, and they're the editorial rate in 1984. Yeah. And I, my first ever job was yeah. for Good Housekeeping magazine. Yeah. And they used to pay £325 a day. It's less now. Everybody got that. I think some magazines were 280, Good House Speaking was 325. Yeah. And so when I, you know, eventually I started getting maybe a job a week, yeah. I got a studio share yeah. with somebody. Where was that? That was on Great Sutton Street. So there were three of us in there. So you sort of got a community a bit, really, a bit of yeah. support. And in that particular street, there was loads of photographers yeah, in Clarkenwell. Yeah. There was Clarkenwell wasn't like it was it is now. Oh, no, yeah. It was like lots of old warehouses that people were working in as photographers. I mean, Great Sutton Street at one point, um, the Fuji rep who used to come with a film used to give you free samples of new film to try and encourage you to buy Fuji film. Yeah. He told us that he'd got 60 names on that street. 60 names, man. On one street. One street yeah. I mean, a lot of studios would have three people in. Yeah. And there was... They're all four or five-storey buildings down that yeah. street. But you come out at night and there'd be flashes going across the street. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. there was a real community. There yeah. was a lab around the corner yeah. and everybody was in the pub at lunchtime. So when, when was that? If you... So that would have been in 84, 85, 86. So you weren't going to... Is only, I, I, I said, I <clears throat> meet you till 93, but by then, if I ever met you, it's in some... Big, big studio. Big yeah, studios. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were a Rolls Royce man. Well, <laughs> yeah. I suppose what happens, you just prog- looking back, it was easy to sort of progress because yeah. there was different levels of work. What so you, can you remember what you considered to be your first big fat job? Um, that you felt like you'd gone from being tabletop 
Mr. What's It? No, I think, well, you know, quite a lot of years went by doing, building this along, and you go from doing a bit of editorial work to doing design. I can't imagine you doing editorial work now. Yeah, well, design work, like packaging. Yeah. I used to do a bit of food packaging because I worked for a food photographer, so some people knew. And then I'd do a lot of um, what used to be called um, trade advertising. Yeah. So it'd be like stuff that went in magazines just for trade. So I'd do the one of Bryce's clients was um, Nescafe. Yeah. And the guys that used to give him a lot of that work used to give me bits of work for the trade. He used to get the big ads. Yeah. And I'd get the trade ads. Yeah. But and it was really regular. It's basically yeah. photographing coffee jars with yeah. cups of coffee. <laughs> and ultimately, <laughs> it was regular work. Yeah. Paid better than the editorial. Yeah. And yeah. it was a real discipline. You had to have a real discipline. You really learned by doing yeah. it, actually, even though there's the most boring pictures. Yeah. They were nightmare, nightmare pictures. Yeah. Coffee with a dark green label with gold trim on it. Yeah. So to light them was an absolute killer. Yeah. Plus, they wanted to see the grains in the jar behind the label. Yeah. So it was a real technical yeah. sort of exercise. Well, no, it's, it's technical expertise. Yeah. But you know it's no step- retouching. Yeah. There's no oh, retouching here. <laughs> yeah. So you had to hand in a piece of film that was perfectly in every yeah, way, dust-free. Yeah. You know, it was quite yeah. a discipline doing that stuff. Yeah. So that's yeah. how you learn, really. Yeah. And, it's got um, to be perfect. Yeah, so you progress through these trade ads yeah. and then eventually get an agent yeah. and they try and get you what they used to be called above the line. Yeah. And these were the campaigns you see in the supplements yeah. or on the billboards. Yeah. So I think I got an agent probably in maybe the late 80s. I couldn't really say when, actually, maybe... So prior to the agent, you are digging your own work out? Yeah, I was going to seeing people, but yeah. I think I probably got an agent in maybe 87, 80, yeah. 86, yeah. 7, 8... And then there was a bit more of a help. She sort of helped in a way because she'd feed back. Yeah. So not only would I be seeing people, but she'd be feeding back. Yeah, what you want to be doing or not yeah, doing. Yeah, the reason you're not getting any work is because this is a bit yeah. dark or yeah. it's a, a bit How miserable. How dare you? Yeah. So I remember changing, I remember a key point where I was doing a lot of earthy, sort of quite dark stuff. Yeah. And she said, how about doing some bright stuff? And I did, and I started getting work, actually. Yeah. And then I remember getting a job early on with her for British Home Stores. And Who was the agent? Noel Pickford. Oh, yeah. At the time. Yeah. And uh, I remember getting a job for Kiora. Yeah. But then the first big jobs were for Sony and Electrolux, I remember. And that was round about 91, 2. Yeah. So mid-90s. So when did you get married? So uh, that was uh, 86. 86? Yeah. So... Big do, little do. Our registry office, fairly yeah. small. Down do. south. Up north. Up north. Yeah. Mum and dad went. Yeah. Just mum and dad. Yeah. So nothing monsters, just a... No. Yeah. Quite straightforward. Friends, yeah. that was it. Yeah. yeah. Registry office. Honeymoon in Fulham. No, came back to, straight to London. I think we were both... Yeah. I think we did it. Um, we were both still working and hadn't really planned anything. So yeah. I think we just went did and it. did it over a weekend. Yeah. And came back. Came back. Yeah. Yeah. So Andrew's still working in... No, no, she stopped working when the kids came. So when did the kids come? Uh, Tom was 89. OK. So he's... Yeah. Getting on a bit now. So he's 30, 31. Yeah. Shocking, yeah. Um, so it's 89, 92, 96, three kids. Three kids. So Andrew's just stopped work, looked after them. Yeah. Mucked them out, dropped them off, picked yeah. them up. Yeah. So you're... So I must meet you in 93, doing the 
that's where I sort of lottery, met, yeah. Yeah, lottery tickets, what seem like mad, crazy <coughs> bills in big studios, which doesn't seem to happen anymore. No, that's right. All that stuff, we got three sets for you there. Yeah. You know, I was working for, yeah. I remember people like Malcolm Venville, people like that. Yeah, that's right. I can't remember any other names, but yeah. But I spend a lot of time not in my studio, in Great Salton Street, but yeah. in Hoban Studios. Hoban Studios, yeah, Catisfaction. Big, yeah, big, yeah. big space where you, yeah. you know, we Do had big want. teams of people making yeah. stuff and, yeah. like you say, everything was constructed. Yeah. Casting, styling, you know, I drifted from doing still life into doing people. Yeah. So do you like doing people? Yeah, well, I just, well, I, I obviously try to pursue something new all the time, so... Yeah started replacing the still life pictures with people, yeah. but the same picture, but with a person. Yeah, a person it? Yeah. And then that slowly yeah. progressed into doing more, less studio work and more outdoor work. Yeah. And yeah. then I became known for doing more characters, yeah. very sort of British, slightly comedy. Yeah. And, you know, all that work in the early 2000s of the fogies thing, which is yeah. all the old people growing yeah. old disgracefully. Yeah. It's basically seaside humour, you know, which... Yeah, yeah, back to Morecambe. Back to Morecambe. Yeah, <laughs> about the monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the monkeys? But yeah, no, yeah. So it's funny, it's just, it doesn't stray far in a way. No, it doesn't. And it actually, the more you look back over yeah. time, the more you sort of understand yeah. where some of it comes from yeah. without you actually thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's just in there. It's just yeah. an instinctive thing that comes out. And it's just funny how your path has been... Not fairly true, but it's been photography from early on in a way. Yeah, well, a misstart, yeah. a misstart, and then obviously... But a misstart, but yeah. then you had a camera in early days or something. maybe everybody then... should have a go at failing on one thing, yeah. and then you know that it's yeah. the, maybe the second yeah. thing's right. Yeah. Maybe there should be more of that. Yeah, but also I feel like you had the balls to bail out. That's the other thing, some people don't have been yeah. fucking frustrated, hateful civilian engineers. Yeah. And that's the thing that, yeah... Uncivil engineers. I think you're lucky, you're, you're you're lucky to find something that you can do as a job that interests you, aren't you? Yeah, and also to get yeah. to a point where you can earn a living out of something you enjoy, because yeah. most people don't necessarily enjoy their jobs and they haven't got the balls to change into something they do enjoy. That's right. Yeah. You know, so you're going to get one life, and like I say, your dad's gone now, your mum's gone, and all those things you think, maybe your dad liked taking pictures, but he had to sell fabric from a door, and yeah. you, know, you know, you think. Well, he was a bit of a, he did a bit of photography as a hobby, yeah, but. So um, he did enjoy it, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. All right, good. I enjoyed it, yeah.